Welcome, welcome, welcome to Planning Face Syndicate, episode 52 in our long-going, year-long series. Thank you all for joining us tonight. We have an amazing show planned out for everybody here. Tonight, we are going to bring a special guest on, and obviously, the big news of the effing hour is the points changes, rules changes, and the scenario changes. So tonight, we're, we have two topics. We have We've, we're going to cover quickly, and then we're going to get into all the changes. Because there is new pilots that dropped uh, for the Magna Guard, as well as for the, uh, whatever they call that, Z95. And we are going to 100% cover those, as well as a special announcement that we have once I bring my guests in for tonight. Without further ado, though, let me bring in everybody tonight. Please welcome... Charles, JJ, and our special guest, Mr. Greg Townsend. How are you tonight, sir? Where'd you get Townsend from? <laughs> I was going to say. I'm like, I don't that's know, like Greg's a... last name. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, I'm fine with it. I just want to know what the thought process was here. Um, is, is your father's name Peter? <laughs> no. Actually, his middle name is. Hey, oh, yeah, there you go. There we go. You're you're related to there you go. Like just relate Greg with money because he's a cash man. <laughs> Deslin yeah. said I was worried there was another Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right, guys. Well, welcome to the show tonight. Tonight we have a lot of ground to cover. Um, when we get to the changes, we are gonna cover the rules changes first, scenario changes, and the ban changes before we cover any pilot changes. My goal is well, I should probably turn JJ's uh, static image off and let you see him for real because <laughs> he actually joined us. Yeah, just let, yeah. Just let, let it roll. look like okay. he's being a ventriloquist for the rest of the episode. All right, cool, done. Um, but we we are gonna we are gonna cover some of the, the points. Episode? Some no of the points to see it. Some of the points changes, but I have to I have to tell you what we want to do with the points changes first is go through all the other shit because all the other shit matters so much more. I think. Um, than the changing of the pilots, except for the fact that guess who no longer has missile slots? The Jedi. Yes. Guess who no longer has trajectory uh, simulator ability? B-Wing! Everybody. Everybody. Trajectory simulator was banned. <laughs> now, only only what one ship could take it? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it it, it was banned specifically for that ship. Anyway, how is how how was your guys's weekend uh, today? This weekend, whatever the hell it is. I know JJ Good. was out with his wife. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Happy we're celebrating to, uh, to Mrs. To Sherry. JJ. Yeah, she. Uh, we're celebrating her birthday this weekend. Uh, we had a, a really nice uh, weekend going out, mm. uh, visiting some friends. We had a lot, a lot of freaking alcohol. And uh, and we just got home, so uh, so yeah, we're 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 tired, exhausted, but it was a lot of fun. I went to a goth bar last night. A golf bar? Goth, goth. Oh, goth. It's a place where white people that have no fashion sense other than the color black go. Wait, did you put on fake tattoos on your arms when you went there? He wore Jeff Hardy fake tattoos. I have real tattoos. He wore Jeff Hardy. He wore like the Jeff Hardy arm socks that have the yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's not no. goth enough, man. Come on. Did you get out the Jinkos? No. I didn't know it was a goth bar when I was going to it, so I was wearing jeans 
And luckily, I had a black shirt on with like <laughs> yellow. <laughs> Nailed it. Well prepared. Yes. It was supposed to be, they, they described it as a literary bar. So I was just like, oh, so it's going to be a place you can't like talk very loud. Loud ass DJ playing. Everyone talking normal. What, bar, is, what is a bar. literary bar? It's the bar you're supposed golf. to read at. Interesting. But I went all on. Who goes to a bar to read? You can just sit at your house and read. <laughs> all I did. Sometimes was, you want I other grilled, people to pour the drinks. Exactly. Fair. I grilled meat and cheese and bread on my grill and then drank grilled and cheese. Put yeah. Um, so it's like haluma like cheese. Slice of cheese on the. No, it's like um. <laughs> It's like a very dense cheese that can be grilled so it melts a little bit without like completely falling apart. It's actually really You're good. a very dense cheese. Got him, boys. <laughs> Got him so Charles good. Smokehouse, right? Charles Smokehouse is what That's right. Under. That's yeah. right. For more than one reason. <laughs> That's right. All right, fair enough. I went to a uh it's a America party, so I have a new America tattoo that hopefully will come off someday. Because I had a friend those, who, hey, those colors don't run, motherfucker. Well, they, they, I tried to get them to run. <laughs> it didn't work very well. It does not come off. And now I have to wear this to work. So, um, yay. But no, we went, uh, my buddy, uh, he, it, it took him seven years, and he finally is now a U.S. citizen. So now he has dual citizenship in the u.s and in england and so take a swag guess how much it costs to become a u.s citizen 28 million dollars well we know that's definitely not true because uh, if it was he would be a lot we'd have a lot more things to talk about we'd have a I fancier say, podcast i want to say 55 grand um i would guess closer to about 27 grand total with all the court dates and everything and legal fees and everything that you got to go through all I know is that freedom isn't free. Oh my god! <clears throat> All right, so it costs between nine and twelve thousand dollars, and if you're unlucky and they don't like you because of your skin color, then it costs anywhere between eighteen and like twenty-five. So you're Charles, you're probably the closest to that piece of it there. And that's if you get approved the first time, because yep. if they turn you down, you got to start the process all over again. Yeah, and that's why it costs more. Like that's why that eighteen to twenty five or whatever was like the range that people were telling him. Like he got approved first first time over, but hey, but still, it's insane. You have to spend nine to twelve thousand dollars to become a U.S. citizen. Nine to twelve thousand dollars. Then you get the privilege of paying fucking taxes. <laughs> like, yes. welcome to America, Mark. Free. It costs a, folks like you and me. I have a friend of mine in Grand Rapids, Chris. They're from uh, Canada. And he and his wife and kids have been trying for, they work for Kellogg's and they've been trying to get a, uh, they've been trying to get citizenship forever. It takes for freaking ever. Yeah. Yeah. His took, his was like a six year process. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so that was fun. Sounds like we all had a good weekend. I'll be honest. I did spend Saturday night between 10 and midnight looking through uh, the points changes, I did a little bit on Friday as well, but for the most part, the actual ship point cost changes, I didn't spend a lot of time on. I spent more time on the rules and scenarios because of how busy we were this weekend. But with that being said, why don't we actually get into our spoilers for the week and um, brought to you by Plenty Face Syndicate. But um, anyway, 
we're going to have our spoilers. And the first one that we have up on the screen is Magna Guard Executioner. Who wants that one? Uh, it's a generic I-3. Um, has network calculations, which is typical droid tomfoolery. Um, it can calculate to boost, calculate to barrel roll, or evade to barrel roll. Uh, target lock and red boost. Uh, two attack, two evade, five hull, two shield. And that's about it. Da -da 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 -da. Uh. Yeah, doesn't have much, does it? <laughs> this is five points, right? If I don't, if I remember correctly from the the list. I don't know because I only looked at Cad Bane's price. To be perfectly honest with you, what was Cad Bane's price? Five. Very excited. You could not get bet Cad Bane for four. I, that's all. I was, I, I was really hoping for another two point option. <laughs> <laughs> no. What? Who do you want? You want Namlam for two points, right? That's who you wanted for two. Bro, points. I would take. I would take an M three A for two points. Like, give me Sunny Bounder for two points or something. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Sunny should come down to two points. I mean, that, and, and don't even give her any like mods or anything like that. Like, or extra. Hey, her ability that if you, after rolling and re rolling, if all your dice match, you get to add a result is not that it's like heroic, yeah. but if you cut one leg off. Yeah, that's her. All right. Next one Magnaguard Protector. Who wants that one? Ooh, I'll, I'll do this one because it's just like the other one, only different. Um, <laughs> so it's an I-4. Uh, still network calculations, same stat lines, same abilities. But after placing forces, you can assign the guarded condition to one friendly ship other than Magna Guard Protector. So even if you run two of them, you can't assign the guarded condition to another Magna Guard Protector. It has to be a ship that does not have that. And the ability, the guarded ability, one second. I'm getting to it. Sorry, sorry. Yep. Uh, and while you defend, if you are not in the bullseye arc, uh, roll one additional defense die for each friendly calculating or evading mana guard protector in the attack arc and since the protector is two dots you'll never get more than two dice right yes yeah, yeah. that's pretty good that is pretty good actually yeah now and it doesn't say anything about this going away so let's say you put this on cad bane you kill the protectorates it does not matter this and i don't know i guess i could be wrong but this feels Again, it's like a gimmick you have to buy into, but this feels pretty yeah. strong. Yeah, but if be, you kill the protectors, it does go away. Does it? Yeah, yeah you don't get yeah, anything yeah. if there's no protectors right. on the board. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even in, in a five or six round game, which maybe there'll be more rounds now that they've changed some of the scenario rules, but think of it this way. You, you, they're gonna have, if you have two of them and they're at four points each. That's eight points yeah. plus CAD, eight and eight plus they're, CAD. Or can you imagine Grievous with this? Oh my god! They're actually, they're actually five points apiece. I was just taking a look at it. The only one that's four points is the generic that we saw just before this. This uh, is a five point ship. Exe, right? Yeah, yeah. So, would you consider at ten points running two of these along with either Grievous or uh, or CAD Bane? Um, to be perfectly honest with you, at five points, probably not. But I would, would try. Would you run one? I would run one. Yes. Okay. I th I think I think for the stat line, 
And again, I didn't get into any of their loadout points. I think it depends on what their loadout points are. But if they have enough loadout points to be decent, then I would run uh, one at five points. Eight, they they carry eighteen loadout points. Oh, uh, then yes, the same the same as Cad Bane, basically. Yeah, that's pretty good for, for that size of ship. Yeah, I agree. Especially because I could put um, Discord missiles on them. Um, do they have uh, talent slots on them? Uh, they do not. They have double cannon missiles and a mod slot. That's it. Okay. So the answer is yes. I still, th I still think I would. I still think I would run one. I don't know about two though. Two feels two, silly. An two and an oh. Antex. Yeah. Can you give me a chair tech there? Yeah, you can Hell put yeah, chair yeah. tech in there. Yep. And that yeah. means I can take the the tractor anytime I want and not have to worry about losing dice. I'll gain one dice in the aggregate. That is yeah, true. You're not yeah. wrong. And their initiative match too at four. Yeah, that's yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah, and sure tech he could take uh they, he could take elusive too, can he? Uh tell you right now, actually. Context. Man, that sounds like what I might be running tomorrow for local. Yeah, he has 15, uh, 15 points and two talent slots. Um, so, yeah, right. you can put him with Elusive and uh, and then also have um, Ensnare. Oh, man, that sounds good. That's really People good. are going to hate that. <laughs> he's, well, Chair Tech's, is Chair Tech's five, right? Uh, initiative four. No, well, no, he's five he's points, though. Yeah, yeah five, five points. points. Oh, yeah, five points. Yeah, five so points. That puts you at 15. You can go... Two vultures, uh, vulture hyena, whatever. Uh, Grievous is Grievous. five. Grievous yeah, is Grievous five. Is five. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you want to go four ships, it's not a bad four shipper good. there. All I four. Yep. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yep. <laughs> so, all right. Well, cool. We'll have to let's build with that later if we have time today. <laughs> we won't. Not with all these changes. <laughs> Uh, all right you're killing me all right so here is the actual dial for it and i i want to say this like violates everything everything separatist like seriously no, why am i getting banks as uh, blues you're getting banks because it's meant to stay with the Belba lab not anything else all right i guess fair enough but that's it's just weird though that it is there. It, and I know that those... It, they're, they're, they're designed to protect Grievous. I know. Like canon. So that's what this dial is. It's a dial that mimics the bell, belly rub. Yeah, it's I better really than want belly a ship rub. that gets four banks. Oh. Yeah. Then I gotta get on the whole te template set. No, thank you. No. Having the four straight <laughs> be blue, pretty nice. I mean, honestly, not a bad dial. Yeah. Not having the one forward kind of sucks, but one bank's great. And though having the blue, great. Having access to one heart, really good. Decent turnarounds. Two, yeah, this is oh, yeah. better than the belly rub, period. Hands down. Yeah. Two talons, five Ks. Yeah. Yeah. Only red maneuvers on there are three hearts. Yeah, the only thing that's missing, nice. I would prefer a sloop over the talons. I don't like talons, but that's just my play style. Two talon, though, is really good. Yeah. I understand wanting three sloops over... Two, over three talons, but a two talon is a very short turnaround, which is super nice to have. That is very separatist, actually. A very short turnaround. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hey, you, if you watch me run, I, you know how many times I, I do a two, ta two talon? <laughs> Maybe like 10 times in my whole life here.
<laughs> and most of them ended you on a rock. Well, that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Damn it. <laughs> All right. The last spoiler that we have is. Oh, I guess it's not the last one. So we got a generic Z95. Uh, I don't yeah. care about it. It's an i3. I like the fact that it's an i3. Other than that, I bad. It's a bad yeah. ship for bad people. Yeah, nobody's yeah. gonna use this. Um, especially when it's the same price as this ship here at an i5. So Knack is the next one. Greg, you want to read the next one, or do you not have it up? I got it. <clears throat> Knack, the incautious instructor. Incautious, by the way, not a word. <laughs> After you are destroyed, you may choose a friendly, non-limited ship at range 0-2 and assign one of your equipped talent upgrades to it. End of game. Return all talent upgrades to their original ships. Force the versatile frame ship ability. Just, I'm going to look up in right now. I just did. It is actually a word. It's heedless of potential problem or risks. That explains yeah. why he went to face down five tri-fighters in that one picture. Yeah, and the Tri Fighters seem to be winning. <laughs> That's the only time yeah. the Tri Fighters ever won. But like a like real Tri Fighters, they can't hit shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true, actually. I agree. Um, personally, so I'll be, I, I'll be honest, I'm not impressed by this. I think it's cool, I guess, to some extent. Like when he dies, he gives something away. Uh, but I think it's stupid. It, like I don't really care about it. Like I wouldn't. The only reason I would run this out of any over any other ones is because it's an i5. Other than that, I don't really care. Like, I just it's inconsequential to me. It's like when I first saw this, and, and like before the points came out, I'm like, okay, you know, maybe the only edge case I could see is putting out maneuver on this. You know, if you have another ship that has, you know, the other ships, you know, out of the arc and good setup, and then out maneuver went up to 12 points. And I'm like, well, there goes that idea. So. Yeah, that, this are you really going to spend the points to get one of your i5s killed so you can transfer a talent? Get out no. of here. I mean, get out yeah. of here. Imagine no killer without maneuver. I mean, that, that would be kind of cool. That i2. When's the i2 going to ever actually outmaneuver anything, though? Other than a tri-fighter. <laughs> Maybe the tri-fighter, but that's it. <laughs> Oh, you're killing me, JJ. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't feel <laughs> Go good ahead, about this. Outmaneuver me, my Magna Guard protectors pump up my dice by two. Um, <laughs> Charles, your thoughts? Imagine, imagine the first time that a trick shot blackout shoots at a double Magna Guarded protected. Oh man, poor blackout. My my opinion on this is my opinion of any Z95. Like no. <laughs> short and sweet no it doesn't matter what I mean, faction they look it's cool. in the Zena, yeah sure they so so what the company did apparently between the new republic era and the modern era was make the ship smaller we didn't add shields we didn't add hull we didn't change the guns we didn't make it more maneuverable we just shrunk it down and made it more compact yeah exactly and and now I, I don't like the Z95. I never have. The only time I flew it was in 1.0 when you could put Hot Shot Blaster on it. So you had a one-time use uh, a one-time use turret. And that if you had a ship that had Java on it, then you had a two-time use turret on a Z95, which was nice. But outside of that, yeah, no thank exactly. you. 
All right. Well, that's all these spoilers. I'm guessing next week we won't get any spoilers, at least from this. And hopefully they give us spoilers maybe for celebration, Star Wars celebration weekend. Maybe that's what we'll get, but I doubt we're going to get anything. It'll be my guess is they're busy doing that shit. So um, just kind of related to that, are we doing a Kenobi spoiler cast next weekend? Yes. All right. Cool. Yes, we have to talk about when we're going to do it. Um, give us Dorito spoilers. Yes, we will tell you our favorite Dorito, which mine is Cool Ranch. Spoiler alert. In any no. other country, it's Cool American. Cool American. There you go. There you go. It, it I want really some Cool is. American if to, chips. If you go to Europe, it's Cool American Doritos. Uh, Obi-Wan <laughs> comes out on uh, Friday. Friday, which is my birthday, actually. So. Hey. Boo! No one cares about your birthday. Give us uh, a win. I do. <laughs> so just so you guys can see, this is how I feel about the Obi-Wan series. Oh yes. what a what a curmudgeon. I'm it's excited. Just, that's scum. That's why I am hoping that they screw it up just as bad as they did Boba Fett. I do not. I hope it goes down and we can so show the fact I hope that it goes down in flames. Boba Fett just the shit. No one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. It's so confusing. <laughs> I think the only thing worse than Boba Fett's entire series was Slayer's entire discography. Oh, now you're just going to get personal there. If, if we're going to go to what's worse, drinking a $100 scotch with ice in it. I mean, like, we, we, we could go with worse. How much was the scotch you're drinking? $60. <clears throat> Who drinks a $60 scotch? I have a $32 bottle of rye so bourbon I'm drinking hold on. on the rocks. That looks like I have a what dollar is your bottle of Snapple, and it's better what than your temperature you? outside. <laughs> no, Snapple's disgusting. You are There's, just trying to get a, a Snapple, a Snapple endorsement, and it's, it's not working, bro. No. This is, this is Snapple Man. Chris, what's your temperature yeah. outside right now? I have no idea. It's inconsequential, because uh, my in my house is dying. I need ice in everything I drink. Because you live in hell. Yes. And <laughs> JJ inhabits room. it with me. Yes, exactly. All right. When I was in Florida, I drank my scotch neat. Anyway, we're going to move on. We're moving on. <laughs> I've met you in person. It's about the only thing you do neatly. Uh, that's yeah. probably fair. Ooh, got him. Got him. Got him. Got the fuck out of him. All right. So... <laughs> Let's let's up. talk about rules changes and before before oh, okay so all right so we're gonna give a little bit of a, a, a individualized take right so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go around the room we're gonna give a two minute kind of update like how we feel about some of the changes um if you didn't look through all the changes and don't have a feeling just say you didn't look through them and don't have a feeling and that's fine um if you have whatever time you spent but let's just keep it to two minutes but I feel that that kind of will preset the segment here right because. Some of us are going to be more excited than others. I will tell you there's some changes I really did not like at all, whereas other ones were exactly what I'd asked for. So who wants to begin? I'll go first. I'll go first. I didn't I'll look go. at any of the changes, so this will be my first time seeing them <laughs> other than right before the stream when we were talking about them. Done. All right. All right. That's easy then. <laughs> so Charles, um, you can't be that disappointed that it'll be it'll be like immediate on camera disappointment. It will not be like it'll be the raw pure effect kind of like That's when you right. put that ice in that that scotch there 
So for me, um, I actually like the changes. I think uh, specifically when it came to a lot of the um, the errata um, and the ban list, I think that these are positive changes for the game. I was a little confused about the changes to ions. Uh, there's certain parts of it that I didn't quite feel that were necessary. Um, but overall, I do enjoy a lot of the changes, specifically the update to range zero attacks um, that, uh, that I felt that was really, really great. And um, yeah, excited. Greg, are we giving complete overview? Yeah, How we sure. Feel? The overview you uh, can do it in two minutes, Greg. <laughs> I don't like their points philosophy, but I overall like what they did with points. The rule changes don't have a problem with the ion changes. Fine. Don't have a problem with the obstacle changes. Fine. The uh, the biggest change to me is the change to scramble the transmission. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So why don't we go ahead and start with the changes? So, um, JJ, what's the first one that we're going to be talking about? Uh, so the first one is the biggest one for me that I, I really agreed with. This one is a change to the uh, range zero attack here um, under the modify attack dice step. Uh, the change that they added on here is while performing a primary attack at range zero, the attacker's die cannot be modified except by the defender. Previously, um, the only thing that could change a range or modify a range zero attack would have been the force, uh, which made uh, Jedi's extremely good at um, at range zero attacks because they, they had a higher chance of hitting um, at that uh, at that distance. But with this down, they no longer can use the force to do that, which is fantastic. It seems to me like you got a different version of the rule book because in the rule book I have, it actually says Dear Desi <laughs> Yes on the page. Uh weird. Whatever. I guess teach their own, I suppose. Uh <laughs> so this right here to me is the best change that they made hands down. Like I am very ecstatic like Greg is that scenario change. Like, I really think that that's, that's top notch. Um, we'll see how it plays out, but I really think that that the scenario changes have been like my favorite minus this piece. And this is because not everybody gets forced and everybody can take force and the force the when lowering points down to 20 points, the, the force ability is just like, you're getting to free calculate every round and a, another mod, no matter what. And if you have multiple force, you're getting that. And, and, and me having a, a three force Obi-Wan. Yeah, sure. I get it. Yeah. You, you, you can run out of force and you can't recharge them that fast. I a hundred percent understand that, but there's so many other ships out there that it, it can outclass them way too fast at range zero. Um, so to me, to me, this was the, to me, this is the totes my goats of all the rules changes that happen. Like I will, somebody get me a shirt that says, Fuck the force at range zero. I'd wear it. <laughs> uh, no we are to being got to make $10 real fast. Uh, happy birthday, Chris. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right. I'll cover ion changes because this is actually one of my things that I've enjoyed uh, for the changes that we discussed right before the show. Because uh, for me, it makes the most sense. Um. I don't necessarily give a crap about being able to change bank or straight for your one maneuver. I've always kind of liked that it was a one straight. 
Um, but I guess it gives you some arc dodge capability, potentially. Um, still can only take the focus action, which is good. Nothing has changed there. Um, it does state that now you're, because they're including the bank in the straight, and I do enjoy this, that uh, changing bearing difficulty and speed of maneuvers cannot be changed unless the ability explicitly says that it changes the ion maneuver. Um, but the one thing that I like the best, this breaks any target locks that your ship has taken or is maintaining. Um, so you can still be locked, but because I shut down the electrical systems of your spaceship, you no longer have a target lock on me. And for me, that makes the most sense of the changes. I enjoy it. Uh, I think that it gives Ion a little bit more... Uh, bite rather than just making your ship go straight um, and I really enjoy the changes to Ion so, so yeah, I also well, like in... that they did specify that if a ship is ionized during the planning phase uh, is no longer ionized at the beginning of the activation so if somehow like you're able to pull one of the Ion tokens off through another ship's ability uh, then it activates as normal and no yeah. longer has to do the Ion maneuver um, which allows you to still plan a maneuver rather than just saying, oh, my dial doesn't matter for this turn. So um, so one thing to add on to this here is the point uh, where it says that if an ionized ship's dial shows a stop maneuver, they perform their ion maneuver as a one straight maneuver. So if you're able during the system phase to drop a counternet onto a ship um, that could do a stop maneuver, they're no longer doing that stop maneuver, which is pretty big, especially like on gauntlets that, you know, they might be facing a rock and now um, they're not going to be able to stop rotate and they're going to go right onto that rock. So that also covers the loophole of setting your dial wrong, setting mm -hmm. a stop, and then you didn't set the bearing. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I like that. A little, bit of, a little bit of covering their ass. Yep. Well, and I think do anything about backups. So that's interesting. Jesus. Oh, yeah, fair. Fair point. Yeah. So just real quick on this, I just want to make sure that I'm understanding the whole one bank versus one straight. Your direction of the ion maneuver matches the bearing that you did on your dial. So if you did yep. anything bearing left, then you do the one bank to the left. If you did anything bearing right, you did the one bank to the right. And if you did any straightforward maneuver then you're going to go one straight. So it's not a choice at the time of being ion. You have mm -hmm. to choose it when you're setting your dial. Right. Yeah. Which I, I like that. Yeah. And I think, you know, the, the, the fancy thing here is, is right. If you're ionized from a counternet, let's say, and you know, the question, you know, that Deslin had is, does that change? Does that change your actual maneuver? And the way I interpret this, and I'm not Dion, but or not Dion, D, uh, Dion, I, I, to me this this does change that. Hence, when I drop a counternet on you from my my stupid bombardment droid, you're doing a a bank or forward. Which I again like this feels weird that they're gonna give that to us. Like I can't imagine that that's like an intended thing. But I mean, counternets did go up in price because of 
you know, I'm guessing because yeah. of this. I, I think what they saw was a shit ton of ion being used, ion torpedoes, yeah. ion missiles, and we're like, we need to give players some agency because a lot of these yeah. ionized players are just being ionized and can't do shit. Yeah, and and yeah. I won't lie and say that I, I I like the ionizing piece of you know when I played those bombardment drones specifically because it messes with your ability to take objectives and do all these other things. Like, and in fairness, is probably an unfair equital, equivalent, equital, equital. That's a new word. I, there you go, Greg. I can make up new words too. Um, equivalent, you know, to being able to spend the force at range zero. You know, like it, it well, seems also, a little unfair. This, this hooks up CIS. Like one of the big yeah. things you could do to a vulture sitting on a rock, ionize them forward through the rock. If they didn't land on the rock again, you're taking that rock damage. Now you're not because of the new obstacle rules. So yeah. they're they're kind of hooking people up here. They're, uh, I mean, th this to me, like, um, I'm sure people are gonna have some opinions on it, but to me, I it's whatever. Like, I don't, I don't not like it. I don't. It's not like something that I think about at all. It's yeah. I don't it's think it's game breaking. Change. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just one of those things they change or try something else. I'm fine with it. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So let's since you brought up obstacle, Greg, let's let's talk about the obstacle change. So what was the obstacle change that they they put in the rules uh, this week? Uh, before shit moves, if it is overlapping an obstacle, it does not suffer the effects of moving through that obstacle. So if you go over a rock one turn and then your nub would still hit it again, you don't take the double D. You don't get it again. No double picklers for you. Just one obstacle damage there. That's very nice of them. Uh, I don't hate it. I don't love it. Part of me is like, if you were going to hit it twice, it's kind of your fault. Get better. But yeah, in in the in the meth mode that we're in right now, I love it personally. Like, I think it's a good. I think it's a good change, especially because if if we talk about and go back to what the developers explained originally was accessibility of the game. And I could tell you, like, as somebody that has played against somebody newer, when they hit that rock and you're like, yeah, by the way, you're going through that rock a second time, bro. Like, I'm just right yeah. now. You're like, there's there. The guy rolled two damage and two damage and took his howl ship all the way down to one health. And then it was just easy picking from there. And it was just like, sorry, I, I just won four points. I would yeah. buy the accessibility argument more if they weren't eroding every fucking card in the game. And also, if you could buy a corset and actually play the game they wrote. Like, there's no accessibility to new people in this game. Every card they're going to get is different than what's actually printed on the card. And if they got a corset, they're not going to be able to play the game as AMG intends. I'll be honest, when we were at our tournament a couple weeks ago, there was a guy that was a, a, war, a 40k player. And he came over to ask like what the generic buy-in uh, to get into X-Wing was. And someone started talking about the core set. And I just kind of looked over like, you don't even have to buy a core set anymore. You can buy a damage deck for $7.99. You can buy one of the three ship starters for $39.99. And then you can buy your own set of <gasps> custom acrylic templates offline for 30 what, bucks. Eight eight to 10 bucks. If you buy the, the rando one from, uh, from curled paw where you have no control over the color design or anything like that, it's just a random acrylic set. 
But I mean, you can you could buy into and have a viable list for less than a hundred dollars now in the game, almost less than seventy five, depending on if you wanted to run two Y wings and a hawk. You don't have to buy the the starter set at all, other than for the obstacles. Yep. And most of us have so many so many obstacles that it's not even funny. Yeah, I have like three copies. Jeez. Yeah, somebody uh, should depend, start a Depends what you consider like a starting point. Like, I wouldn't consider flying two Y wings and a hawk to be anyone's starting list. Like, maybe to just like figure out what the game is, but like to actually play the game, I would never stick someone with that. No, but I mean, as far as like initial buy-in. But I mean, to be fair, you could run right. a viable list, like a viable four-ship list, for a minimal investment. Warhammer comparative. Right, if you're if well, you're anything Warhammer it. comparative is going to be cheaper. <laughs> Charles, you can buy you're the fair. Empire starter kit. Nobody wants and to keep, fly no, no, no. Keep in mind, keep in mind, you have to buy deodorant too if you're going to do excellent starter, <laughs> and that's a cost over Warhammer. <laughs> but oh, think, of, think, of, think about it though. You could get the Empire starter kit and get two, two interceptors and a defender. And with Vader going down to nine points, spoiler alert, you can now run Vader and those interceptors and then buy one other ship and still run it in that list. Yeah, what you got to do with a new player is be like, what fat, like just run down the factions, be like, what do you want to fly? And they're going to tell you, and then they're going to say scum, and you're going to be like, choose a less expensive faction, <laughs> man. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Like I think it's pretty cheap to get into now, though, because... Because of the fact that you can't get into scum for cheap because none of it is in second edition. Yeah, you're not wrong. No, you're not wrong. I mean, the good ships are not are not cost. We have the scum falcon, the mining guild tie, the jump master, the YV triple six. Okay, the the three three out of the four ships are large bases. Which are all going to be forty to fifty bucks. So that's that's, yeah, that's right. what I'm that's, saying. That's what Greg like, is saying. Like when yeah, you look yeah. at the the, the two point oh prints oh, for sorry. scum. You have the Fang Fighter. The Fang Fighter did oh, did transition. Uh, it's Fang in fair, in two point I don't even remember. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I yeah, it did release, it did release individually at the black box. But any like cool ass ship like you know like IG ship that like a Star Star Wars Bro, fan want can we get robots please? Can we get those black box black box and Star Vipers please? Starbucks. I Buddha's like, you people need to buy used so cheap. Like, we have control over who's selling shit here. <laughs> AMG, AMG, I'm just going to let you know. We know Dion bribed you to get Hall of Grade out of the game. I don't know what it would cost, but I'll do some sketchy shit to get uh, the Star Viper into Black Box. Just let me know. You don't I'll, I'll know bear I'll bear on. a child for you. Somebody clip that. That's a good clippable moment right there. <laughs> I don't want to see the other piece of the video that you'll attach to it. <laughs> Everyone's giving Brian. Dion credit for the hull upgrade thing, but I recall complaining a million times that I think hull and shield upgrade should be banned. I think this might be a Greg thing. Yeah, there you go. Maybe it's a Greg thing. When they get to shields, we'll know that it's a Greg thing. Yes. Well, they raise shields, so that's something. Yeah. All right. I mean, so let us talk about let's let's move on. So those were all the rules changes, right, JJ? Yeah, and then the following is uh, the errata that they added to okay. uh, to a lot of the pilots. Yeah, here. since so, you deleted all my notes. So yeah, the first now, one, yeah, let's I'll move on to it. the uh, actual errata piece, 
which is a little weird. Some of the erratas, I am not super excited about these, but I guess I understand it. So, yeah. So starting with the uh, the tie striker. Um, so the ship's ability has been changed. The chassis ability, uh, specifically for the ailerons. The ailerons are no longer considered a maneuver. Uh, they're considered as a boost. Um, so the uh, the new errata for it is that uh, ship's ability should read adaptive ailerons before you reveal your dial. If you are not stressed, you must boost. Um, so what this means for the strikers is that uh, when they they start their um, their activation, uh, they have to check for a boost, which means that they cannot partially um, like execute that maneuver by like bumping into another friendly ship or another ship in general or go over an obstacle. So at that point, they cannot complete that boost maneuver, and then they reveal the dial and then um, perform their actions, uh, their um, their maneuver as regular. Um, the other side of this errata affects the Tie Reaper, which is the medium base mm. for the Empire. Um, their ability uh, for their ailerons now reads um, controlled ailerons before you reveal your, your dial. If you're not stressed, you may boost, which gives them the option to either take that boost action before they move or not, uh, which is actually really big for having them control how fast they can go down the board um, for that big medium base for them. So, JJ, real quick in chat, unresolved, can a striker carry a cash? Uh, it must boost but you cannot boost when you have a crate. So does carrying a crate also cancel out the aileron's ability? Yes, because yes. the yeah. yeah, the cannot the golden rule uh, cannot overrides everything else. So Fair so, enough. So the question becomes then, you know, so they made this change, right? with 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 these ailerons and the question is is it just because of like the composure interaction and i can't remember there's like another card that interacts with your move you're failing a movement and things like that is that why they made that change just so that they could distinguish it for these two ships i think the other thing though i, I don't know if this is why they made the change but i can say that having played against john uh in a game where he ran like four or five strikers um, being able to partially maneuver into like a bump and then skip past the ship. Whereas if you would fail your boost, then it changes the, the trajectory of the ship. You know what I mean? Cause now you can't just skip past, but being able to do all of that before your maneuver made them so hyper maneuverable. Um, that you could just kind of skip around and bump into things because it was listed as a maneuver but you could also like go onto a rock and then do your maneuver back off of the rock and all sorts of crazy little like nuanced things that only the striker and the, the Reaper could do that now they can't um, because it is now a boost instead of an actual maneuver. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, think about it this way. And I kind of agree with you to some extent, right? Because if, if I could do that bump and take a focus stress, and then do a two straight and go right past you. I, I, I mean, you know, like, I don't know. So, like, I, I do kind of like that piece of it oh, because it hold fixes on, it. Hold on. So, here's JJ. I'm going to run this by you, someone in yep. chat. So, you can boost the wording in the mission text for the the cash and the, the crate one says that you cannot perform a boost action. So, in your action step, you can't boost. 
Uh, the striker ability is not an action, just like Anakin's uh, barrel roll is not an action on the Naboo fighter. So because it doesn't say you must perform a boost action, it just says you must boost. I don't uh, know. If that, that seems like a failure on their behalf. It does, yeah, but I mean, I but we're looking at rules as written. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll have to run this by the um, the AMGT, the tribunal, <laughs> because um, it, just based on that wording, because there's there's no other precedence for like it, the the example that I would use is acquiring airlock versus target lock action. I think like that's the differentiation that they're trying to make in this case. Boost, um, like do a boost versus doing a boost action. And I think that AMG may have just left that second part there because there's no other reference. But it does matter boost. in the in the. Safe, it does matter, of, yeah, the, does because matter. of an action like getting a focus yeah. token versus taking a focus action. A you must boost versus you must take yeah. a boost action. These are two <laughs> different variances. Yeah. Why wouldn't they just the put thing? you may you must gain a boost? Like they could just put the fucking game word in there, just like they do for everything else, and we wouldn't even have to have this conversation. I know, but it's X-Wing, yeah. so we have to have this conversation. All right, so the other thing, did you notice the other thing, Like, and we didn't haven't talked about it yet, but for the Striker, for the Vagabond's ability, it says if you are not stressed, you may drop one device. Was that be in there before? Uh, yeah. I, yes, I because you could, you could ailerons, then drop a bomb, then do okay. your, your okay, regular sure. maneuver. All right, so it's just blue because they're not... They're being anyway. It's blue yeah. because they should not have made it blue. Yeah. I never played Vagabond, so like, I have no idea. You're not. Yeah, alone. He, I have. He, he was a pretty decent pilot. Um, just to carry with proxies, but that's about it. So, all right, let's move on to the next ones. So the BB Astromech and the BB Eight. Uh, droid both in the astromech slot gave you the ability to spend a charge to perform a barrel roll action with the bb astromech or a barrel roll or boost action with the bb8 droid um these were just changed the effect timing uh to be part of the system phase instead of i believe bef after that they were just part of the activation phase yeah, they were right before you were uh, when you revealed your dial. Then you can perform the uh, the barrel roll or boost action. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, do you feel this changes Should call them a the lot? Ada droid. I think it's actually fair, honestly. Um, I, I during the system phase, I think this this is where those abilities belong. Um, because it makes, I mean, granted, you didn't really see a lot of people running BB-8, um, you know, the, the pod, um, and BB Astromech was seen some play before 2.5, um, and it, it, it was mainly used just for the charges for just Papa on, on the resistance. That's the most common use of it. But on some cases, um, especially with like Poe, you can do that as well. Um, but I think this is a lot more fair, honestly. So, all right. I'll so cover Greg, the next one because this is the one that makes me cry and it make Greg happy because the scum player is crying. Uh, <laughs> contraband can no longer be recovered. So cry, okay. jump on the lists, cry anything. Although I will say this kind of negates Cutthroat's capability because most of the time that's what Cutthroat was used for was to recharge contraband. Oh, um, no. Got to do it for Overtune now, man. That's it. 
Hey, look, I am down for running Rootcast with Overtuned and being able you know, to You know what's weird Overtuned. is, yet again, this is definitely a different rule book because in the rule book I had, right under there, it says, hey, Velvet Buddha. <laughs> yes. All right, that's fair. So I, I don't know. I, I'm disappointed in this one. Um, just because I liked running Contraband and Java together, but do you think that for future updates that they will drop Contraband down to two points now because it's a one timer? I would assume so. I mean, I would it's hope still it goes strong, to one point. even even at one point. I mean, I, I mean, even at, at its, it's core ability before strong. Java became yeah. a thing in two point five. In all of two point like. Contraband was still a strong upgrade, even being the one-time yeah. use, because being able to 5K, be stressed, and then do another 5K or a 4K or whatever on the ship, and still being able to take actions, like, it's really strong. Yeah. I'm a little sad. I understand why they did it, though. I like that little mechanic, uh, just for my fun, yeah, my, uh, my, my fun, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. You gotta have something scummy. I can't have scum become non-scum. Otherwise, it's pointless. Oh, there's to have that plenty faction. of there's plenty of. Scum it just becomes villainy. You can still Java false transponder codes. Like you can still right, Java a whole bunch of fun, just not yeah. contraband. Which is look, if, contraband. if scum loses scum, it just becomes villainy. Okay, that's it. It's just fun. Yeah, and at that point, anyway. yeah, then we're the empire. Yep, exactly. But maybe with better a, ships. But better ships. I say maybe with a little bit better <laughs> options. <laughs> All right. Next, the Although last technically 1.0, most of what we currently call scum flew under the Empire banner, and by that I mean the 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 fire uh, spray, fire spray was yep. Empire only before the scum and villainy faction was released. So I guess that fits right. All right, the last one is Ursa Ren. Yes. Uh, so I'll read this one here. Arsaren, the crew, um, and I believe this is the specifically for the Rebels. It reads, you can maintain up to two locks. Each lock must be on a different object. After a friendly ship at range 0-3 is locked by an enemy ship, you may perform a lock action. Um, this was a very, very big uh, change for Arsaren because before I used to work on anybody's lock. So what I used to see this on usually would be like a Chewy on the Falcon um, or on Ewings uh, for the Rebels where they would just have like an R3 Astromech just target lock uh, enemy and then target lock the ship that has Ursa Ren and then they would get a lock onto that ship. And you basically generate locks for everybody. Greg like decimated me once with this. Um, just now once, with this nerf. That's the only yeah. time Greg ever played a, a ship accurately. Yeah. Well, what you guys didn't see, again, you have the wrong rule book, is that under this, they were like, hey, Greg. <laughs> yes, exactly. So this I makes need a it copy a of Greg's fair. rule book because there's a lot of visuals in that. And I learned yes. better through pictures than I do through words. <laughs> All right, Greg, yeah, you have a new first, task. We need, we, the we need a book. first thing you said tonight that I believe. Uh, listen. All I'm going to say about this change, it's fine. Whatever. This is a brand new card that they yes. are eroding. You will never convince me these cards are tested. You can't convince me that any of these are tested. They're eroding and banning cards that are a month old. It's insanity. 
I know, I know pre 2.0, there was testing because I was one of the testers and we did a lot of testing pre like pre AMG takeover. But after that, I don't know. They say there's testers, but I've never seen me and a tester in the same room together. So I can't confirm whether testers exist or not. I I think here, if, if there are testers, they're doing a terrible terrible job and if it's one of you in the crowd i want you to look me in the eye right now either do better or make them listen to you i don't know which one it is because we can't have every new card being eroded there are so many erratas right now it's frankly unacceptable and i'm gonna be pissed when i have to spend 20 dollars to buy an errata card pack <laughs> yeah. yeah all right exactly. so so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pipe in here a minute because I'm not in the same boat as Greg in that aspect, right? No one is. No. <laughs> Greg is an island unto himself. Fair enough. So so in my past Fair. destiny days, right? We had the last set that the one of the last sets that came out, the second to last one that came out, had droids, ironically enough. Not like bad droids, like um separatist droids, but R2-D2, C-3PO, and Chopper. And it literally, like, they they had Gen Con, and somebody went and they found out how broken all of that was. And they er- they've eroded R2-D2 and C-3PO. Before they canceled the damn game, they eroded them, I don't know, like, four times, three times? Three times. For, and, and changed their points because of the interactions and how strong they were. What, what, what game was that again? Star Wars Destiny. Okay, so it's Star Wars Destiny. And what happened to that game? Well, they, they canceled it, but that's for different reasons. <laughs> Correct. But that, was FFG. that was FFG. That was FFG. If it had been an so, AMG's so, hands, so, so what you're be, saying would... is they released cards. They released a bunch of broken cards. None of it worked. They changed it all. And now the game doesn't exist anymore. No, the game doesn't exist because of the cost factor to it. That's uh-huh, why. But, 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 but what you're saying is... No, it's they a cost factor. Release cards that didn't work. No, they did not. Like, Rotted the crap out of them, <laughs> and then the game doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. The, it's the same thing that you're experiencing here. The difference before is that let FFG let, didn't. Let, no, 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 no. Hold on. FFG okay. did not go through. There was broken things when I started playing X-wing, and there was broken things like before. It's it's not any of a different thing. By the way, this was this card was built by FFG, not AMG. Just as an FYI, this is this is an FFG product right here for a fact. Yeah. So the difference is they didn't take they didn't have the balls or didn't have the ability to make the change. One of the two. So they either they didn't, didn't have it. have the ability to change it or didn't feel the need to change it because the playtesters had said, "Oh, this was a good card." And that's well, what me, happens you, when you don't pay playtesters. Is R two and C three PO? Was it was it good that it was eroded? Yeah, because it was. It, in fairness, it became it, it became a somewhat broken mechanic. Is what happened, but it was because the, the card the other card pulls. It was not as much them as some of the other card pulls. I mean, the the other part of it, Greg, too, is uh, one of the things that's very similar to this on how they did that is, um, my gosh, the Jumpmaster uh, Dengar. Um, the original pilot, when he originally came out for 1.0, he must have been eroded at least 
uh, at least five times because his ship no, was just No, there was still broken. one major errata yeah. that happened in 1.0 where yeah. they took the missile slots or the torpedo slots off of the jump master. They got rid of uh, a tawny mine link. They did. Yeah. There was the, the day the jump master died. Like three upgrades that only came with the jump master were no longer used by the jump master any yeah. longer because, the, oh, it was terrible. And can yeah. can someone remind me what happened to 1.0? Uh, it became 2.0. It evolved. Yeah, but it was like a year and a half later when that happened. All right, so we're we're on the clock now. Okay. Yes, we're on the clock. Yes, we're on the clock now. <laughs> yes. All right. Yes. Let's move on to scenarios. We have some scenario changes that have <laughs> that have happened. Um. So who wants the first one? Which one is Greg excited about? Scramble. Salvage. Whichever one it is, don't let him read that one. Right. No, <laughs> I'll do assault on the salad array. So this one here, the uh, the the only change that they did to this particular uh, scenario is the timing of the scoring. Um, you can now uh, only score starting at the end of the second round, um, where where you actually count up objectives and uh, gain points according to whatever you scored on that particular round for it. So this makes the um, this artificially increases the length of the game but it also by gives one you, turn yeah, exactly by one turn but that still <laughs> that still gives you it you no longer have to yorktown joust everybody um in, in round one to go rush through the center to try to grab as much objectives as possible you now can actually set yourself up to react to your enemy's deployment on that first turn and probably have a better attack the second time around and, and go that way so yeah i still think people are going to yorktown uh, because one turn isn't exactly enough to clear across a whole board, but I don't know. Maybe maybe someone will come up with something clever. Yeah. And I think here, so I think, and, and I there was a piece that you didn't include in here, JJ, where they they also highlighted the blue points first, the twenty points wins like yeah. I, I I don't understand that reason for it. I don't know if that's a mistake on their behalf. But it's in every scenario. Um, yeah, it seems to me that they're playing around with the points, but ultimately, I th maybe they just didn't have enough data to. Like, I would think the, the only thing that I can see on that maybe is, and maybe we were playing it wrong. I don't know, but in the way we had been playing, is if you hit twenty in the middle of a combat phase, like say I destroy your ship, JJ, and that puts me at twenty points, we still finish uh, that round out. So that, this that just be might be if I hit 20, game ends. There's no, no let's continue out, let's do the points at the end, and maybe we both hit 20. Now I uh, hit 20 first, we're done. If you pull the I if think you it pull says the, at the end of the round. Yeah. The, yeah, it says at the end. Yeah. Okay, well then there goes my theory. Yeah, so we it's it's a mystery to all of us. But so so okay, for a second <laughs> before we get into 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 the the, the next scenario change, right? The the adjustment of starting on the second round. Like, I actually really like this piece because I think it's going to help extend the game and it allows me to go back to spending more time positioning my ships rather than just diving in. It also makes us have to go back and redo this effing scenario because I no longer <laughs> want to place the obstacles at range one of range one or two of my board edge because for fuck's sake... Like now I have to 
now I, how am I going to get a ship to go one bank unless it's like a shit ship? You know, like it's just or a rebel ship. If it's a rebel ship, you know, whatever. They don't care. You just but, said the same thing twice. You said shit ship and rebel ship in the same sentence. All right, Why fair enough. You double yourself up and say the same thing twice. All right, fair enough. I'll, I was trying to be sneaky about that, but no, no. Fucking B-wing. Piece of shit. Um, so some of me says like this, like, I like this change. I really do. I, I like the fact that I can set up now, but at the same token, it's going to make objective placement a lot different. Um, I don't, I don't know how well that, how that's going to play out yet, I guess. So, yeah. Um, so going on to uh chance engagement here, they did put, uh, an errata on the scoring portion. Um, also adding in the second round uh, at the start of the end phase scoring there for um, if you contest the objective and you're the only one there, you gain a mission point there. Um, now, they also added if only one player is contesting the satellite, the, uh, you score one additional uh, mission point. So it sounds to me now based on this is that as long as you have a ship on there, um, both players, if they both have a ship at the range of that center point, they're both scoring a point at the end of chance engagement. Um, so I think this actually speeds up the game a little bit more, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, no, I, I don't I don't see what you see. Well, you should. If you have a yeah. if you have a ship within zero to two of that middle objective, you get a point. If you're mm -hmm. the only one, you get two. You okay, Chris? I guess. Do you see, I, I, do you I see just, the rage building in him? No, it's not rage. <laughs> it's, it's a confusion piece here. I just, I guess, I'm confused by that piece because I, a, I hadn't heard of that that one. Yeah. So you're still only starting to score at at the the end of the second round, right? Um, and as long as you have a ship in that bubble of the center of that uh, of that objective, you're going to score a point no matter what. And if you own the only person, you're going to score two points there. So it's they're really pushing to have ships engage in that center just to prevent um, the other person from scoring two points around in chance engagement. So. All right. So that's just weird. But OK, that's cool. So now I get two points for being at center and one point no matter what. If I'm at center. Yeah. Got it. OK. Yeah. But not round one. Not round Correct. one. Yeah. Not round one. Not round one yet, scurvy cur. Yes. All right. Salvage mission is the next one. All right. So the difference here is the scoring at second round, right? Which I think is on everyone now. They mm -hmm. also say ships can use this scenario action to interact with those scenario features starting on the second round. So, I, again, that seems really you silly. Can't. You can't pick them up on the first round. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But I guess to me, you wouldn't. Okay. I guess that's fair. I, I, I guess you have to clarify that. That just seems silly. Yeah. I would never pick a crate up if I wasn't going to uh, be able to do anything with it. But there's that. Then it says after the ship performs a tow action, it removes any cloak tokens it has. So it's now specifying saying you can no longer be cloaked and have it because they consider that an issue. They are also saying you cannot perform barrel rolls, boost actions, cloak actions, slam actions, or even gain cloak tokens. Mm -hmm. So you can basically just fly your ship. That's it. 
So they're making well, it yeah, harder I mean, once you pick up that crate. But, but they again, removed... you're thinking about it as a tow action. You're not pulling the cargo onto your ship. You're dragging it behind you. So if you cloaked your ship and you're dragging a huge-ass canister or something behind you, you're not exactly cloaked. They just got to look at where the cord stops and where it keeps moving yeah. from. The, the biggest change to this, though, is that they've removed the restrictions for advanced maneuvers. So now you can do stops, you can do K-turns, you can do sloops. Those are now back on the table for that ship that's carrying the cargo. It's all the Freemasons. <laughs> yeah, so it's just, I guess it's weird. Why would, I, I, I'm, I'm confused about the change. Like, to me, it says, like, the cloaking piece I get, right? Like, I understand that yeah. piece. I don't think that's, uh, I don't actually have a problem with that. Um, but now I can't do a barrel roll or a boost action with it. So I'm no longer maneuverable. But I can do advanced maneuvers. So, oh, you can't perform a remaneuvering position, which is less stressful or less issued than an actual advanced maneuver. But now I can't do an advanced maneuver. I don't know. Well, I don't like would, to change personally. What I would what I would like to see is in this particular scenario or situation, I would love the ability to choose to drop the cargo to do your advanced maneuver or to do your boost or to do your barrel roll. Like instead of if I pick this up, my ship is dead in the water until I get crit and have to drop it anyway, but allow it to be my choice. If I want to continue to carry it around the board, great. But if there's some point where it is more beneficial to me to be able to boost or barrel roll, I can choose to give up that scenario point to make my ship instantly more maneuverable. I think, I think you can. That yeah, but it's it's at the end of the activation. So you, you okay. even if you do decide to drop it, you still are past the point where you can take actions. So yeah. Correct. I think that there should be like before you reveal your dial, choose to either hold on to the toe or let it go. Yeah, that rhymes. I now it was not intentional, <laughs> but as soon as it was out of my mouth, I was like, hey, let's let's go with it. So so am I the only one that doesn't really like this the, these changes, I guess? I, I, I have to try it out. Here? I, I, I do fly have to big try base out, ships. So, I can't yeah. boost a barrel roll anyway. So what the fuck okay. does this change All right, for well, me? Fine. Yeah. <laughs> my B wings would not. Oh be no, I can't that. boost my YV triple six. Whatever am I going to do? My B wings can't afterburners, and they can't barrel roll focus or barrel roll target lock. <laughs> so yeah. Well, they can. They can you do red trajectories now, anyway. and You're you not can gonna get run B wings now. anymore anyway. Yeah. That's true. It's a bit of a trade-off. I, I don't have any strong opinions on it. I haven't played it yet under the new thing, so I don't know. We'll see. And then nothing happened to Scramble Transmission, so we'll skip that. Uh, yeah, just so. skip Scramble. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Go Greg. It, it's, it's your baby here. Go ahead, Greg. Shine. Shine like a diamond. Be a All right. Dock. So the first thing is take your five satellites. Take two of them, stick them sideways, and shove them straight up your candy ass because we don't need them anymore. <laughs> Three satellites only. Uh, you basically place them in your opponent's board edge, range two to four. Uh, once they've been placed, blah, 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 starting second round, scoring, yada, yada. Ships can use these scenario action to interact with these scenarios, features starting second round, blah, 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 blah. When a ship performs a scramble action, it chooses a satellite at range 0 to 1 and place one of your player markers on the chosen satellite. If the chosen satellite has another player's marker, remove it before placing your own. If there's no satellite in range, the action fails. We are not rolling to flip satellites anymore. If you claim, you claim it's yours 
It ain't gonna clear. It just flips. And there's only three available points. And man, did that make a world of difference in the game I played. I still lost because of objectives, but it <laughs> felt much better. What The game was much closer, you felt, right? Yes, it came down. It had a, a beginning, a middle, and end. The game was lengthy, nine turns. Uh, you know, uh, the, his objective points really put my inability to get the objectives, I should say, and his objective points really put the strain on me to do it was like a, a race against the clock to do damage, and it, it came down to the last shot. And I was flying Vader Defender with some ties, so I got those three hits, but, you know, Ewing evaded. What are you going to do? Fucking Rebels. Yeah. Fucking Rebels. Just needed one damage. <clears throat> one blank was all I needed. So, so I agree with you, Greg. I actually think this is an extremely... This is the best scenario change that we've seen. Yeah, you know. please do this for all of them. Yeah, like the and amount of objective points. Well, that's we next. Don't need, we don't need half points if they do this shit. I'm mad yeah. with that. I just dis I disagree wholeheartedly because not having half points makes ships that have more health more valuable. I mean, yeah, that's why they cost more. Well, no, what I'm saying, okay, so like, for instance, if I if I have the option of flying like a big base ship like the Falcon versus a B-Wing, and they both have the same amount of hit points, or at least in the same range of hit points, but the B-Wing has a much smaller footprint for shooting, I'm going to take a B-Wing every single time because they're harder to hit. Why and is... there's no half points. It's back to 1.0. Rebels were stronger in 1.0 because there was no half points on anything that wasn't a big base ship. We The half points will make the games more balanced, my personal opinion. Because if, if half yeah. points were a thing, Chris's Kyber Cup game would have gone completely different than the way it went. Yeah, but like I think the, the whole point is now that they're giving you time to burn down these big ships where you didn't have the time to do it before. Yeah, and, sure. Scramble was like one of the fastest ones, right? According to the data they had from the the stuff. That yeah, you, you just uh, like assaults the fastest because you just you don't even have to do anything. You just score points. But like, yeah, uh, scramble was like a guarantee. It was like a set and forget. You know, you just you did it once, and then you were getting points every turn. But now I. I don't know. I just think you get you get a lot more time to burn down ships. And like rebels are certainly good. I'm not saying they're not good, but you know, you take a falcon, that's eight points. You're you know, I yeah, know. but if you if I can score four points and only have to kill half the falcon, then that frees me up to do a little bit more than having to spend yeah. three. I, I kind of agree with Charles on this. I, I actually I, I'm more in favor of moving back to half points on in scenarios. Because here's the thing, Greg. Right, just realistically speaking, but that's gonna it, that's gonna take the game down again. That's going to like we're trying to increase the length of the game, and then you guys are like, "Well, let's do this thing that makes it a four round game again." Yeah, if if they had increased the overall um, like points to win the the game, um, then at that point I would say, "Okay, yeah, let's go ahead and, and increase uh, or add on half points so that way there's a balance to it." But 
the games were ending at round four and round five for for the most part for this particular objective because you're constantly just as long as nobody contests that objective point you're going to be scoring two to three points a turn and that's basically like one of the small ships uh, uh every turn right without you having to do anything and you know adding half points is is basically making up for that difference a, a little bit um so if they if they, you know, kept the goal a little more further than yeah, half points, I'm all for that. But in this particular objective, I don't think half points is is the way to go yet until they adjust the, the end goal for points. That's that's my opinion on that. So I all mean, right. if it was like a 30 point to win, then my opinion I think changes. Yeah. All right. So we had some new additions to the ban list. Uh, two that make me insanely happy. Is it okay? Let me guess. Uh, okay, trajectory similar, easy. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. All right, that one. Um, gosh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna say Sloan because that's the one I hate the most. No, uh, oh my gosh, Sloan, jeez, no, Fuck no, Sloan. I actually, I'm so glad Sloan's out of here. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I don't, all right. I disagree on that one, but like I'm not really that I don't really have that strong of opinion on Sloan. Uh, it is I am extremely in favor of auto blasters, personally. Like oh, all yeah. you wusses. You and they made it seven wusses. points for extended. Yeah, it's I don't a care. Seven about point that, cannon now. Yeah, I think that's cowards. Stuff. All you cowards. <laughs> so for the record, um, I loved auto blasters, but yeah. I like how I like how this is like the most fragile. Like first it was me and JJ, and now it's gonna be me and Charles forever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's go down the list, right? So we did say Sloan. The other one that we had here was Auto Blasters as well. Uh, Commander Pyre Crew uh, for the FO that it was like a staple for basically every single FO list that I've seen on stream. Uh, just getting that double stress out early um, for for scenario play was huge um, in a lot of different scenarios, but he's now banned. Whole upgrade uh, was the other one that was uh, a little All bit right, of a head so, scratcher. So yep, hold on, can we go back to prior? Like, I'm yep. a little confused why if we if we move scenarios to two turns, prior becomes like insanely less oppressive. Like, yeah, I, get... I, I have no, I have no yeah. idea why Pyre's on there, and yeah. also. Just to hammer this point home, that's a pretty new card. It's not like oh as God, new as some me. of the others, but it's pretty new. When did that come out? Jeez, I'm gonna... was it last year? Yeah. yeah. I think it came out with the G. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm a little confused if we're moving to the the you can't score till second round. Um, I'm a little confused why why we why why prior um God, I, I I don't get it because if I'm gonna prior you, you can't fucking take an action until the second turn anyway. So what does it matter? I, I don't yeah. know. I, I I see that as that I see that one as a pointless thing. Sorry. You can go on with your, your rant, but that was my two cents. Yeah, I don't I don't understand. Pyre doesn't make much sense to me, to be honest. It wasn't an issue. Hull upgrade, I absolutely agree with everyone was spamming it with the loadout values. Fuck it. I was more hoping they would make it uh large bases only um but i'm fine with them banning it r2 and r5 basically again again you must this must be like a document or something because in the official ban list <laughs> when it when it said r2 and r5 it was uh it said uh dear nicholas sperry 
<laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I'm confused on the R2 and R5 as well. Like, I don't think they were prominent enough. There weren't enough not rounds anymore. to actually use them. Well, not well, only that, but with no basically, you're points, just, there was no there was no need for them anymore. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, since you couldn't got even in chance, you can't get that half points back. Also, like R5 is pretty much only used on Luke and Cass. So, like a you ban thing that's only used on two ships. Yeah. I, yeah, like I didn't see it like spammed anywhere. Like really, I mean, it, it was literally. It was, I think yeah. Nick might be the only person still running regen. Yeah, and I get so I get why they want to get rid of regen. Like I understand the logic behind, especially saying, "Hey, they don't, they don't, they don't want regen." It's yeah, we, we don't want you to have a whole upgrade anymore. You can't have regen. Fine, it is what yeah. it is. I, I yeah, no, no I, I think it's silly, but fine. Go ahead and do it if that's what you're gonna do. Merry fucking Christmas. I'm happy Trajectory Simulator got banned. I am over the moon I, that it got banned. And I say I, will I say they should bring it back and give it to one ship only. They should make it its own category. Give me my fucking TIE Bomber because that's the only goddamn ship in the game <laughs> that or in, in the Star Wars universe that I know of that throws bombs. Uh, Period. Nim You're saying huh? Nim does. You mean Nim? Captain Nim? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Nim. Yeah, yeah Captain Nim. It, I don't even know if I care about trajectory similar being banned. I just didn't want it on B wings anymore. It was too good on B wings. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know if I you agree. could be like trajectory simulator sensor slot, not a B wing. <laughs> yeah. You can do like non ships, like instead of like requirements. I mean, but I, I know you don't agree with it, Greg. But I mean, they could have eroded the card to say, you know, <laughs> to say ship what? class only. To say what you know, a, a particular ship class only, you know, like uh tie bomber only or something like that, you know. Yeah, or medium or large base ship know. only. Yeah, banning it is fine. I, I again don't. It's, it's like nitpicking at this point. The only one I really disagree with is auto blasters. I think people are just being a bunch of bitches about that. Yeah. Nah. And then Sabine Rencrew is the other one on Rebel that was uh, also banned. And that's the one for people who don't know is the um, the status effect card. Basically, if your ship gets hit by a bomb, uh, Sabine can add a token. It would be either a stress, a ion, a jam, or a tractor uh, onto the ship that suffered the effects of that bomb. Um, as a person who ran that very exclusively very recently, I could tell you it is a very strong uh, ability. And it's been banned. And I could say, because I said this from the beginning when I ran it, is that I ran that oppressive list from the beginning so it could be banned from the beginning because it was way too good, in my opinion. I, am I sad that it's gone for, from the, the B-Wings and the Rebels? Yeah, sure. But it, it it's a it's a negative play experience. And I'll call it straight up as it is. It was definitely a negative play experience for a lot of people. So, yeah. Again, I think there's there's a difference between banning things and then strategically making the points very high on them. I think Sabine was a candidate to be points way up instead of straight up banned, so people who liked it could still play it, but it didn't yeah. make a lot of sense to. Whereas Sloan, for instance, I don't care how many points she is, get her the yeah. fuck out of this game. Yeah, she was very, very good. No matter what point. Well, I talk about negative play experience. I destroyed one of your ship and I'm immediately punished. Mm -hmm. Fuck that. For two to two turns or more. 
and Tio Marshall in your chat, which you should pay attention to every once in a while. Come on, guy. No, uh, he says without trajectory, Sabine Crew would would. Uh, I think he's trying to say without trajectory simulator, would Sabine Crew still be a monster? Yes. No. I yes. I don't agree with Ooh. you on that. Okay. I, so. So all right. So with skilled bombardier, which can be added to uh, to. Actually, I'm sorry. Let me re- let me rethink that because only Hera can uh, carry uh, carry skill bombardier. Um, technically, Judge yes. Greg is not yes. You can you can actually still equip seismics. You know you can get out of the range of a seismic bomb itself exploding and still do that. And you can choose uh, which ship is going to take whichever uh, one you do. So you can either try to avoid the seismic bomb itself to avoid Sabine, or you can take the damage from the um, the rock that explodes. And you you don't even need to um, explode a rock to suffer the effects of it. As long as you're within that blast radius of the seismic charge, you're still going to suffer the effects of Sabine. So it's still pretty good, especially on the cheaper Y-Wings that are available for the Rebels or for Scum or even for uh, the Resistance, which they get a buff there with their points. Um, I still think that um, those bombs are are still very good, particularly in Rebels. B-Wings still have their payloads that can still drop those bombs. And as long as you have a good Sabine carrier, I know I ran it with AP-5. Um, you can run it with Ezra, who only has six points now, so he can't be a Leia carrier, but he'll be a great candidate for Sabine and uh, and still be really effective with bombs as control. All right. Which brings me back to you just raise your points and then it gets much yeah. easier. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's kind See of where I'm more at. All right. Do we want to do upgrade points or ship points first? Let's do ships. I want to do the ships. Oh, God. We haven't. This is going to be. Hope you guys are in for the long haul podcast. It's going to be well, a minute. We'll we'll go for like the the hot takes like the 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 important ships. We'll, we'll right, can I say it. can I say one thing before we get started about the basic ship philosophy design? Also, is that a Romulan warbird with lambda shuttles? Oh, on the ba- on the back screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks like it. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, so something they did here was they basically made chassis worth a base amount of points, and I hate it. Just hate it, especially when we get to X-Wings. Especially Resistance X-Wings. I hate it. Um, I hate it. Judge Greg hates it. I was going to so, say, I love how Greg got out the mallet already. He doesn't have anything to drink. Uh, objection hearsay. Foundation. <laughs> Sustain. So, somebody get Greg a drink. He needs to calm down. Maybe you need He's to come to Michigan, bro. He's fine. He's oh, facts. Do it. I drank too much this weekend. <laughs> You didn't drink when we were together. Anyway, all right. So I guess we're starting with Imperial because that's the first one. Um, yeah. I'll be honest. I'm going to care a lot less about something that's not in standard right now. Yeah, we'll skip all extended ships right now. We're going to go straight to standard. Okay. That's, that's yeah. I just see it as a pointless thing. So the first notable difference is Gar Saxon went down to 18 loadout points. Um, But I think that's because they did that to Gauntlet's all across the board. Yeah. I think, what was he at, 24 or something like that? Yeah, he was at 24 points there. Um, going down over to uh, Seven Sister, getting a bump in her points, going up to 14 points. Um, that was very good. And then also the Baron of the Empire, 
Um, I think they went from two points to four. To four points yeah. yeah. Ooh, who cares? That was, yeah. it's always give me some actual points on my Baron of the Empire. I only care about Seven Sister. 14 loadout yeah. points. Holy shit, man. I can take out Maneuver now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But um, it, it is, you're not going to take that with Seven Sister, but. Yeah. Uh, Darth Vader um, in the TIE X1, uh, he he went down in points, if I'm not mistaken. I believe he was 24. Mm -hmm. um, and his base cost uh, also went down as well. He's now a seven-point ship. Um, and they gave him a talent slot on top of that uh, for his loadout. So he has two force slots and a talent slot. Yes, I love it. I cannot yeah. wait to put it on the table. Marco still... They also raised all the X1s to a base cost of four. So we won't be yes. seeing that six X1 spam anymore. I agree with you on that, too. I actually kind of like that. Um, I don't think we should be able to spam those. Yeah. Though, hey, Greg, we could almost make the argument no. that who cares because you can't put Hall of Grade on them anymore, which is what everybody was doing. My argument here is how on earth is the Tempest Squadron worth the same as a storm squadron considering storm squadron gets a town slot different initiative etc different loadout points and how is that worth the same as zertex strong who has an actual pilot ability missiles etc it makes no sense yeah. i've been saying yeah, this about the fangs no sense the transition of the points i've been saying this about the fangs there's like three or four different fangs that are yeah. all five points Regardless of initiative, pilot ability, whatever, they are all five points. And it makes no sense why the I-1 is the same as the I-3 is the same as a pilot with an ability. There's just no rhyme or reason to it. There's just no granularity that in, in the uh, with the 20 point restriction. They just yep. they this is what we're they gonna do. see from now on until they change the the amount of points you can put into a list. I'll be glad that they go back to a hundred because at least you have some granularity you know that's the old 1.0 like thing that we had um but honestly I, I, we're gonna run through these issues constantly at this load at this level of points so i don't think they have nearly the same amount of complaints if they kept it at 200 but did like a separate loadout value if yeah. they did like this loadout value thing but kept the amount of granularity they had or like uh, jj said 100 i don't think people are complaining nearly as much yeah all right captain fur off went down to four and I have no idea so, what the scare scarif was before because I never he was, nobody ran uh, that. He was uh, five points. So the the one thing uh, that we kind of glazed over really quick. This year got his points up from eight points to twelve points. So he can actually now carry Palpatine on the Reaper, which is uh, pretty big, especially now with the the changes to the um, to the ailerons, where they can choose whether or not they want to boost. Um, and for him, he technically usually wants to do the boost always because it would be a white coordinate for Vizier. But now having the ability to do that pre-maneuver um, uh, boost to uh, give out a coordinate action and then also have Palp to support another ship with that, that force, that's actually a really good support ship for the Empire. All right, that's fair. Let's move down to defenders. Uh, Captain Dobbs had his loadout points go up to 15. Nobody cares. Yeah, Nobody trash. will ever <laughs> run that ship ever at seven points. Um, and again, why is Dobbs the same as Riad, the same <laughs> as Rexler, the same as Vault? 
The same as a Delta. The, the look, same there's as an Greg, Greg, What Greg. is going on? Okay, in this case, the reason is they don't want to lower it lever, lower than seven because you can run three fucking defenders, oh, and somebody yeah. told them that you can't have that happen. I don't think That's those true. guys were around for that. I wasn't. Neither were you. No, it I know. I'm just terrible. telling you my theory. That's what I'm saying. It's like my theory would be is like, yeah, I agree. Lower the cocksucker down to six. Triple defenders. Three, that three is defenders a- wouldn't scare me in an objective based game. In I agree. Engagement, it 100 would. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Objectives when. Let me Hang run on, three right. defenders. There was a difference though, because before it used to be three defenders with no loadout, with nothing, which is the base chassis. Now we're talking about three defenders with toys. There's a big difference there, and I don't think. That All right, JJ. Wednesday, Wednesday. We're gonna run this. I'm gonna get three defenders. You're gonna give me that. I'm gonna get. Uh, three, I'll, I'll take Captain Dobbs as a six pointer. We'll stand by there because I, I got to talk to you about that in a little bit uh, off off camera though. So. <laughs> Right, but that is on camera. camera. Do the business. You have frightened him so much. He's backing out of Wednesday off camera. Well, and I got to talk to you too. But anyway, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. So anyway, <laughs> okay. But right. anyway, so defenders went down in cost over the board for the most part. With Vader being the biggest change at going down to oh, nine. Yeah. Oh, and I'm God. telling you right now, I already have four lists built with Vader. And I'm 100%. If you're a local listening to this, I'm running this shit. It's going to happen. I love Vader Defender. It's like one of my favorite ships to fly. If I'm not mistaken, the only change to his bar was the adding of the talent slot, right? Yeah. They gave him a talent slot now. Like, okay, hey, now I can run Juke. I immediately put on Juke, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, there you go. Juke Malice, right? Yeah, Yeah, you can fit it. Yeah. I did. It's, I did Juke. I did Vader Defender with Juke and Malice, and uh, I think he had also had um, cluster missiles with uh, two uh, Jingoist Moff Gideon and <sighs> uh, the I five Interceptor. My goodness, yeah. I'm nasty. excited. I'm insanely excited by this. Just just for that. So, Catherine so look says, out, everyone. Since Juke went down for some reason. Juke has been changed more times than any other card in the history of this game. Yeah. Every I, points yeah. update, they're like, where does Juke go? No one knows. <laughs> yeah. All right. For the um, interceptors, again, we're going to skip. I don't care about loadout point changes to some extent yeah. unless they're really Fuck big. But yeah. the alphas went up to four points. And again, now I have a saber and an alpha to the point we made before. Whatever. I mean, it's just again dumb. It's dumb. Yeah. I'll never take an alpha ever in my whole life over a saber. Just, I won't do it. Yeah. And then going to the next big change, which was the TIE Fighters. Um, they got a big reduction across the board for a lot of the, the name pilots there as well. And they also gave loadout points uh, to, uh, to a lot of them as well to carry more stuff. Um, Night Beast went up a point, um, going from two points to three points, but now has a four-point loadout value. He has double talent slot. Um, he's still a really solid choice at three points, um, getting that free focus and still being able to take a, uh, an, a scenario action for something. Um, adding those two uh, talents there, um, I think, would make them really, really good. Um, and just like Greg said earlier, the Jingo is coming down uh, to, um, to two points. That is huge. 
uh, for them. And they also have um, the an illicit slot that they can equip there. What illicits will you guys put on this? I, for me, it was contraband, but I, I don't know if you guys have any other. I put contraband on it. You okay. could put dead man's witch. I don't. I, dead man's might have gone up to four, but uh, two. I put. Two. I ran contraband. Yeah. It's now, just such a good card. The other ship, uh, the other pilot that I liked a lot is Moff Gideon at three points with eight loadout points. So <laughs> you can equip him with um, with contraband or dead man switch, and uh, actually dead man switch I would put on this case just because you can add on Notorious um, as the talent slot at that point to give out the the um, the strain, and then get the reroll, and then um, cluster missiles, which will so be really can, good on Gideon. Can I ask a question? Yeah, just just to piss Greg off. Yeah. So that's a brand new card, and they're sure fucking is. with the points to make it playable. What the hell? Like, why is AMG doing this? This is stupid. <laughs> like, you should never errata a card. That's what they're doing. They're doing the same thing here. They didn't. But they didn't errata. They're, they're making it playable. What are you talking about? This they're is making completely it playable. different. That's <laughs> not even close no. to the same point. Yes, it when, is. When you were thinking about this in your head, were you like, "Oh, this is the <laughs> same thing." And you were like, it is ding, the same ding, thing. Ding, ding, ding. It's a points this is thing. Not the same thing. They came out with an original point set and said, thing. "Oh, it's not playable. Therefore, I'm going to errata sure. it to give it points." That's insane. I don't need no. a new card for the points. You just, okay? So your your only this point is, is the fact that you have to buy a fucking card. Oh no, you have to buy a new fucking card. Oh, get the fuck over it. There we go. We're oh, gonna go, we're gonna go get the fuck I, over if it. I, if I'm a new person and I buy a fucking card. And then I show up to a place and someone is like, that's not the card. Wait, I'm wait, so it's like, 1.0 all over again? Oh, what, come on. What the fuck is... Yeah, 1.0 sucked. When is everyone going to realize that 1.0 was awful? I'm comparing things so on. to 1.0. It's not so a I did, I did, um, I did some guest commentary a while back on a stream and there was a gentleman who I shall not name that was doing co-hosting with me and he mentioned that people talk about 1.0 the same way that nom vets talk about being <laughs> in nom. I'm not going to yeah. say who that person was. But, I, I don't uh, know who. I can't. I don't know. But whoever that is is a brave, b correct, <laughs> and c extremely good looking. Not with that hat, he isn't. All right, we're was it Will Haywood? Nope. Moving on. Moving on. The RB heavy. Went yeah. up. Leitrin D went up to five points again. I don't care. Whatever. That's a stupid change, to, in my opinion. Yeah, but whatever. Um, and so, we're gonna... um, quick, quick thing on him. I, I know you went up from four points to five points. Would you consider still over running her. him over? Uh, yeah, sorry, over her. Would you consider running her over How Runner? Honestly, no. Like. I, I I don't know because I find that she burns down faster than Hal Burner does. How about that? Okay. Hal Runner. Fair. Sorry. Fair. Okay. Her ability also triggers more. That's a very it's a very it's a toss up for me. Yeah. Yeah. I I I would I, I do not. I, and again, I guess I would have to take the same list and see. It would have to depend on the list. The problem is with those interceptors going up to four points, it changes. Uh, now the cheap ship that I'm going to take is going to be Tie Fighters, and it's going to be like a Tie Swarm. Which is uh, sad because to waste their time shooting at my heavy. I'm like, thank you for wasting this turn. You you enjoy. I don't know. I found that. Um, I found Especially that now that the config is free, like the targeting config is free. 
Amen, bro. It's the yeah. targeting. Oh, oh, the the, yeah. the upgrade. Yeah, yeah, the for the uh, calculates stuff. for the calculates when you yeah. engage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's nice. That should have been free the whole the whole the whole time. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. So the tie striker countdown. I think didn't we already talk about that countdown? Went down to four points. Um, yeah. And then we have the decimators, which is the next big change in imperial decimators going down to seven, seven, eight, and seven. And with the ban of Sloan, that's probably a fair thing to do. Yeah, because now you can load them out with a lot of force crew and um, and still be really good. Um, I would actually consider doing like a Defender Vader, Sheranu, and another three-point filler um, just to try to test that out. Could be good. Yeah, I would, I would do Defender Vader, pick your Decimator, and then give me some TIE Fighters to make that a five-shipper. Oh, Let's yeah. yeah. Two Jingoists and... Take your pick of a two-pointer. Yeah. All right. Mm, All right. So my precious rebels got the got a little bit of a of a hit here. Gina is now five points, which she should have been for the beginning. Uh, Fuck you, I don't Gina. Ag- I don't agree with Netrum being five points, uh, but they did bump up the amount of loyalty. Like I said, they all they did was they made chassis values. There's no reason that Netrum yeah. and Braylon Stram should be the same points. Yeah, exactly. They're wildly different ships with wildly different abilities to hit you. Yeah. yeah. And with Braylon's um, worth a million times more than Braylon should be 20 natural. And um just and ban them. Fuck it, ban them. Ban. Done. <laughs> with sync laser cannon Dumped. going up to eight points, you're you're not having much to to add on to these B wings anymore. And they can't um uh, Afterburners also jumping up to ten points. They can't do that uh, four straight boost anymore uh, with uh, Leia. So yeah, they, they're this they're going to see a lot be less. Why stuff. the ion changes happen too? Because the iron cannon is one of the only cannons you can actually put on these motherfuckers now. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, it's the ban and the arc one seventy went up to five points. Uh, I called it. I agree with that. I yeah. say put them up to five points. Screw. Screw I think they him. realized that all these like awesome value ships were ruining everything. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, um, Dutch Vander got uh, double bomb slots. Uh, I'm is, excited by that. That's cool. Yeah. I think that's bomb, good. Yeah. Bombla generator or um, for like a cheap bomb, or you can do like clusters and uh, counter nets. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. I think this is really, really, really. You could do electro proton bomb and still have an extra bomb slot. Like. Mm-hmm. I I uh, for for Dutch I think this is a good I think this is this is where we go hey somebody's changing something for the positive because it makes me want to play Dutch again before I was only somewhat interested in Dutch this this actually makes Dutch like a hundred percent more like I don't even understand any of these other pilots like screw them just give me Dutch yeah. Uh, going down to the Thang Fighter, uh, Bodica Venge down one point, uh, now at five, and only six loadout points, though. But um, still, at least uh, you can fit that in a four-ship list. Can I ask why we don't just lower Fen Rao to six points or for five points, too? Like, just let me have... Because he's five. the best version of Fen Rao, so that's I, why they can't do oh. that. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you and your 1990s oh. NSYNC haircut. Get the shit out of here. They're not oh, man. frosted, man. It is not frosted, okay? Yes. I mean, at least you didn't put ice in your scotch tonight. So <laughs> He's not drinking scotch. He's drinking root beer, for Christ's sake. Which you're allowed to put ice in, just not scotch. <clears throat> um... 
I don't know. To me, just I say they're not being played. Let me have Ben Rao in Rebels at five. And I probably regret saying that because at some point to be used against me. Uh, somebody's going to go yeah. like, here, let me find a good list that's going to screw you over, but yeah. I don't know. Um, the next ch- big change is uh, they didn't change any of the gauntlets, which is probably good, and I'm sad they didn't change the Hawks because really, like, Kyle Katarn at six is just fucking ridiculously stupid. It, they just basically said, hey, we're not going to let you run a Hawk anymore, or if you do, it's going to be, like, more than 25% of your list. Dumb. Yeah. Um they put Han Solo and Lando at eight points. Yeah, it's a match with Leia. Yeah, yep. and then Leia got a huge bump on her points too. She can, and she's up to twenty-four. Yeah, yeah and I think that's like, an interesting fire. Yeah, I think that's interesting because again, I look at all those like abilities, and I almost take Leia. I think over all of them. Yeah, I think so too. Especially with the bigger loadout point value. I, I don't I don't know. I'm not a rebel person, so I, I think all the rebel except for Chewy, all the rebel YTs have like really good abilities. Yeah. So we see Ahsoka Tana going down to five points. I like that. I think that's great. She still has twelve loadout points. Um with instinctive aim, which we haven't covered yet, but instinctive aim going up, you know, so be it. Um, but I think even at um five points, I think Ahsoka becomes a staple in all these lists. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we see a bump here for Arvo, uh, getting five points instead of the three that she had, I believe. Uh, Derek going coming up from two points um, to three, and now gets six loadout points, and gets a missile slot and a talent slot on, added on there. Um, I still would consider other A-wings over him, but if I have to fill out a list I, I think I still go Arvo over Derek anytime. Uh, Sabine Wren getting 11 points now, which actually gives her the ability to uh, to do some some good work there. Although they give, uh, she still only has a torpedo slot. She can't use uh, the proton rockets, which were really good on her. But still, at 11 points, she can do some pretty good damage with the APT. So yeah, and then we see the generics and Shara going up to four. Yeah, uh, Sheetha P. I think the biggest change is AP5, and yep, thank you. Screw you, AP5. You should not have all those little points and B3 points. You can suck it. Um, I hate AP5. I, I, there, there you go. That's it. That's something they should errata. Oh no, you can, can you can, you can coordinate uh, stress ship. Fuck that. No, you can't. No. Dumb. Then <laughs> Rao at four points at on the sheet to beat. I still don't think you'll see any play whatsoever. Charles, would you <laughs> yeah. take Ren- Fenrau now? No, I mean it's Fenrau, cheaper. Fenrau the sheet to beat is garbage. <laughs> always has been, always will be. Remember when you took him that one time? I yeah, remember. at the tournament that was terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Trump that. Remembers. I remember. <laughs> that that Trump Trump remember. remembers. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. And, and yep, Catherine makes a good point. It's an I six coordinate though. So, um, now that AP five is actually four points, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't run the rebels. So I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Jack goes to five points. Uh, they had some loadout points change on the T 70. Uh, again, I'm not whatever. I don't care. Um, Luke goes up to six points and I'm a little confused by that. And no, he was they, seven and went down to six. Yeah. He was seven. Yeah. He was yeah. seven. 
Yeah, he, now he matches Wedge. Okay. Well, that's good then. I like that. Yeah. Oh, I remember Catherine. I remember Ghost Ten. I remember Ghost Fan. Back in the day, we were looking for hits. And then crates up in these hills. Did the Cavern Angel go up to five, or was yeah. that all? Yeah, it we it used to be four, and no load. Make up. it make sense. Yeah, none of these. I don't. Which anyway, the, the other. So here's the thing, right? Cabin Overall. Angels were, were part of the Saul's Renegade packs. Why are the named Renegades more expensive than the generic? Or sorry, why why are the generics more expensive than the named Renegades for the make the it like, make sense? Yeah, you can't. <laughs> you can't make it make sense because it doesn't make sense because they don't know what they're doing sometimes, and pricing X wings is absolutely one of those times. Yeah. All right, so we have Saw at five points. Did he go up then? He went down. He was at six okay. points before. So he's actually really good um, if you're able to spread damage uh, pretty reliably. Uh, Saul Guerrero gives that passive uh, rerolls. So uh, he, he would be a good candidate, especially at 18 loadout points. You can add a lot of things onto him. So Then we see the VCX 100s going down to seven and eight points. Um I don't know. I, I don't know if that's. I, they still feel a little overcosted. A callus at seven points is okay. Um, I could see running callus at seven points. Um, I don't see Chopper being ran at seven points or Hera. Yeah, no. Mm. I, I, especially over the um, the the Gauntlet version yeah. of them, which has a better dial. I, I mean, Catherine yeah, does a, point out that. Uh... Saw does now fit in a quad U-wing list. Yes, that that's actually one of the things I've been testing out. Is that do you that own four I, U-wings? I have two, but um, I mean, you can always pick up more. Those are easy to find. Is that what we're going to see you run this summer? I haven't decided yet. I haven't said. Actually, we have to four get new U-wings list with trajectory back. simulator. No, we need new list for Kyber Cup, and if you maintain the same faction, then you get the extended prizes. Uh, Scott just posted earlier tonight, um, so I, you got to get those lists then uh, by the end of the week of next week. Yeah. So you know, I'm not switching faction. You yeah, know that, right? Like, like oh, no, I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Like, oh, my list loses Mando optics, but I gain three Discord missiles. All right, yeah. more power to it. <laughs> you know, like, my, my my list doesn't really change. I lose Connor Ned, so. Yeah, I, I'm not happy about that. Anyway, let's so let's not Blount, talk about my Kyber list. Um, yeah, Lieutenant so Blount, Blount goes up to six or three, uh, three, three points with six loadout. Yeah, so so essentially, uh, Rebels lost all two point shifts. Yeah, yep. which I think is fair. Yeah, I think fine. they should actually lose all three point shifts and only have four point and higher ships. There, that's my yeah. hot take. Yeah. Uh, going on to scum, uh, they get two. They get three ships that lost uh, one point on each of them, which I, I don't understand why they were that high in the first place. Uh, in Arlie's Gavel and Lima coming down from uh, five and six points respectively for each of them. Uh, Han Solo the same cost now as Lando Carizian and has more points now. Uh, Charles, since you you've flown that particular uh, archetype, would you consider using Han over Lando in your list? What is Scum Han's ability? 
If he uh, shoots obstructed, he rolls one additional die on attack or defense. No. Pa passive, passive mods are king. Being able to use my actions to take objectives and still be able to do things like that, passive mods are, for, for my list archetype, passive mods are better than additional dice. Okay, fair. And I actually agree with him, agree with him on that. I don't, Someone, I don't think moving someone clip that. Can we get a, a clip of Chris agreeing with me, please? <laughs> I agree with you quite a bit. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck on off that shit. Um, I don't know. I I think again when we talk about scum and we talk about Han, I think Han just is shit in scum. Like that that whole chassis is just not that great. Um, Lando just happens to be really good because like like Charles said, the passive mods, but like I don't care about Han. I, I shouldn't have to add 20 points of loadout to make Han good. Like that's, that's bullshit. I will you know? say that I, I have been really eyeing L337 just because it allows you to run Java. Cause L337 gets a second crew slot. Okay. That's fair. I didn't, I guess I did not know that. I didn't see that on there. Yep. All the, all the Falcons have one crew slot except for L337 who gets two. Oh, Han gets two now too. Oh, does he? Yeah. Yep. He can carry Java. I guess Charles is reconsidering his opinion. Mm, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, because with the contraband, um, the contraband like update, yeah, like Jabba kind of loses that that attractiveness. So yeah. So Finraw gets a bump for object or for um, loadout points to 18. That's... Do you think they did that because of the rise of cost of enduring? Yes, okay. I think between enduring and between the. Um, afterburners up, up, up cost. Oh, I, I, I think, think that. that that's a big one right there. I I think, right? And it makes sense. Like if they're not, they could keep Fenral the same loadout points, but they'd have to reduce his cost. Really, in my opinion, he's not a seven point ship. In my opinion, I think he's genuinely a lot cheaper than that. But so that's looking, just my opinion. looking at the the Fang Fighter, Greg. Yeah, I, I yeah, make buddy. it make sense. I can't. Wish I could tell. Mandalorian, <laughs> Royal Guard, Joy Rakoff, Cad Solus, Skull Squadron, and Zealous Recruit. Cad, Cad Solus and Joy Rakoff being the same amount of points is so, insane. It's so stupid. So hang and on. the so I-1 and the I-4. Zealous is the I-1, right? Yep. Why does it have more loadout points than at the I-3 or I-4? Generic Great question. I <laughs> That's a wonderful question. <laughs> oh, gosh. And no whole upgrade either for that. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the Zealous Recruit only gets two upgrade slots, whereas the Skull Squadron can carry a Torp. Yeah, fair, fair. But I don't know why they gave it more loadout points. I don't know. Yeah. I've I've been upset with the Fang pricing since this whole thing came out because I really want a yeah. five five fly five Fangs. I think that would be yeah. fun. And not with Fen Rollin. No, 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 yeah. no, no. I'm just saying the generics. I don't think Fen's point points are are off. Yeah, I think he should yeah. come down a point, but that's just me. Um, yeah, Boba went down. Yeah, and did. Crest Trellix went down. Boba going down to nine makes him almost playable now. Almost. Everybody else is at seven, though. If yeah. he had, if if uh, Scum had a lot more options for like two points, like like for instance, 
My, I, I don't agree with the mining guild ties going up to three points. I think that they were fine at the two points because scum needs those options. And even like one of the M3As being at two points, just so you can at least have the option of running a higher cost ships and still have some bodies to be put on the board alongside Boba, you know, um, to, to at least make it a more of a viable list. But that's my take on it. Well, folks, I will say that Greg is almost out of Snapple, so you know what that means. Time to get another damn Snapple. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, this podcast is almost coming to an end. Oh, I am, I am getting tired. I'm not going to lie. It's starting to fade a little bit. All right. All right. And Maul went up to nine points. Thank you, Crispy. Gosh. Uh, no. Yeah, you guys got a different points document because in mine, under that, it says, Dear Crispy. <laughs> Dace Bonarm up to five points. Why was he seeing that much play? <laughs> <laughs> we we don't we don't know, JJ. Uh, they they made the ions like worse, so like I don't know why his ability would merit him being worth more. You know what? You know, it was points you know, don't make any sense. They never have the, uh, the Mr. only Cracker says he gained the title slot. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was gonna say. It was the title slot that made, but him he can't run Moldy Crow, Kenny. Yeah, the Moldy Crow. Yeah, and they, he just the title title slot. How much? How much is it though? Zero. Moldy Crow's free. It's a title. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. so I think that's why, but still, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Manaru went up to five points. Ain't that something? They gave him more loadout points, but they said, "Hey, we're gonna give you a five point Manaru. Who's gonna run Manaru now?" I think yeah. this further Not Greg's uh, Greg's chassis basis. Nonsense. So, uh, Banner, sorry, not Banner, Nonalum and Telshavor can now run sync laser cannons as their cannon and the proton cannon as well because they get the double cannon slot now. I don't know, you're not, you're not selling me here, buddy. I'm saying, I mean, if you rotate that to where you're getting shot on Nonalum to fire back with a sync laser, uh, it could be good, especially if you can equip uh, four Lom on there. But you know I'm not going to take anybody over, over uh, Dengar, Dengar, or yeah. over my my uh, rogue class squadron. Look, that's coming up. I will yeah. say that in 1.0, Peritani was very very fun, but I'm glad that it's no longer a thing. Yeah. And then going on to the M3As, we got an overall decrease in points. Um, Thank God. Yes. With loadout points too, which is good. Yep, I can run. Yeah, you know how many of those now. damn things I bought it before of two point five just so I could fly these fuckers, and then they screwed us. And like I was like, I can't even put one of these on the table, like ever. Like who would put a five point M three A on the table? Yep, no one. Seriously, maybe. Yeah, and then uh, the the Mando ship got a uh, bump down on their loadout points on Q nine and on Mando. Uh, they lost the. The ship just there. came out. Why are we fucking with it already? I know. It's hey, you okay, can't I take know. contraband anymore Boys, to do Java bullshit. Yeah. What'd you say, Greg? Points is not fucking with it. Oh, I Such disagree. Such a bad argument. I think so it's bad. a great argument. Ahab <laughs> went up to three points, too. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't care that. I'll tell you what. I actually will still take Ahav over any of those other ones with their loadout points. Like, I would almost rather take that even over Overseer. Like, I still think Ahava is better. Yeah. For the chance yeah. that I have to fly against Charles. 
What's Seavor uh, <laughs> is four? Four. And he has a cannon for slot. A yeah, he got a cannon slot. Like, what yeah, the fuck? Yeah, just in case you want to equip a seven-point fucking <laughs> auto blaster. <laughs> yeah. You can't equip auto blasters anymore. It's HLC and get somebody in bullseye with Seavor? Yeah. Yeah, sure. So let's talk about the Rogue Class Squadron. We're, this will be the last faction. I do not yeah. think we're going to go over the rest of the list no. tonight. Um, that'll be next week. So I guess, Greg, uh, hopefully you're around next Sunday. And uh, it'll be, we'll, we'll call it my birthday cast. And you can all drink <laughs> scotch without ice in it. And I'm going um, to drink ice just to say fuck you. I know you will. I know you will. That's fine. You paid for it. At least I didn't pay for it. So. <laughs> all right so i have a story but we'll come back to my story in a minute so remind me of my story i'll tell you the story at the end of the show um, i will not uh, i'm gonna <laughs> tell it anyway um I'll... so roll class squander points and this is where charles i want your i want your opinion charles because they brought all four of the pilots in at five points every one of them and they all had the same or they all have similar loadout points. So now what is your thoughts on the row class squadron points value with all the upgrades? I will never run outer rim hunter ever. <laughs> we know that that's that's fair done <laughs> ever. Boom. ever give ever. the cards to Greg. They could be his giveaway cards. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep, those are the throw not even the giveaway ones. They're the like the throw-ins as I'm trying to get rid of more cards. <laughs> They're the auto thrusters of your giveaways, yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't really like this ship to be honest, but I'm gonna give it a shot and I'll buy it because it's a scum ship. All right, I'm kind of excited for uh, Cad Bean Five versus Six. So. Yeah. Is there a difference in pilot ability between CIS CAD and Scum CAD? Oh yes. yeah. Yeah. Hands down. Well, what if I wanted hands up? Well, then you have to buy the CIS one and run CIS. Uh, they both come in the same the pack. <laughs> exactly. No, he's I don't think right. I think it's one pack and you get all the cards in it. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. You're probably yeah. right. That's how they've done it thus far. They might change it. Who knows? It's AMG. Yeah. All right. So, the last thing to to end the the podcast, um, because we're, we're gonna stop here for the um the the points and stuff. Um, I do want to remind everybody that we are gonna be hosting uh, our first live uh, tournament here in Orlando, Florida. Uh, if you guys haven't heard on GSP, uh, on July 9th, we're gonna be hosting uh, the Planning Phase Syndicate show down here in Orlando, Florida, at our local shop here, uh, FLGS Orlando. Um, if you guys are able to come out, we're going to have uh, a, a price pool of $100 to be split between uh, store credit to be split between the top four players. We're also going to be raffling off a road class starfighter expansion pack for players there. Um, the, we do have a couple of OP kits that uh, we're going to give out for prizes uh, as the tournament progresses. And we do have a couple of cards donated to us from PIM, uh, from and uh, PIM miniatures uh, that we're going to be giving out as well there. Um, if we do reach capacity, which the cutoff point for us, it will be 32 players. Um, I will throw in a Z95 pack uh, for the Republic on there, too. So if you guys are able to come out and join us, uh, GSP will be there to stream the event live over there. 
and uh, and we'll be broadcasting that there on Twitch on GSP's channel. Um, thank you, uh, a big thank you to George Barrios from Bearded Squadron. Um, he normally runs our local events there at the um, at the event, and he will be helping us out there as well. Um, so if you guys are in the area around that time, hit us up. We'd love to see you guys. Say hi and have a great time. Catherine, come home. <laughs> yeah, yeah we'd love to see you, Catherine. Yeah. Is he is it Catherine uh, kind of local to your area? No, she's in Ohio I've, now. Yeah. She's in Ohio oh. now, but I met her here originally. One of my yeah, first same. tournaments when I moved to Orlando, I met her here. Yeah. So she kicked my ass. Home, Catherine. She kicks everybody's ass. She's kick a everybody's fucking ass. Yeah. Veteran so, level player. Maybe maybe we maybe you should bring Greg down there. We'll get uh, Greg in some two point five. I have actually. already demanded Greg? you move this tournament. <laughs> going to be down there. June 9th, right? Is when you'll be here. Uh, 19th. 19th, that's right. We're having NCX Con over in Tampa over at his parents' place. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I bet your parents will love that. Yeah, we're they all sure just going to knock on the door. Well, apparently in, in, in Florida, I guess as long as you bring a bottle of scotch and a bag of ice, nobody cares. So there you go. <laughs> as opposed to Michigan, you go to parties and they make you drink Malort. That <laughs> Malort, sounds like a yes. much bigger upgrade. Oh, it's disgusting. Who the fuck ever thought of Malort is beyond Someone me. from Chicago, that's who. Yeah. Hey, Nick. Nick, when you, finish, when you come back, who the fuck gave anybody in Michigan Malort? Like, that should just be eliminated. Somebody should just seriously... Eliminate the hell out of that. It's just awful. All right. With that being said, thank you all for joining us tonight. Uh, next week is my birthday weekend. And uh, so I will probably be somewhat radio silent on the weekend, but we will be doing our show on Sunday. It is a committal, maybe with my kids. I have no idea because they decided they might want to participate. Um, I don't know. Um, I expect uh, a lot of fun next weekend. We will finish going over the points changes uh, next weekend. I apologize that we couldn't have everything at one time. I just, I can't have a three-hour podcast. I just can't yeah, do no. it. It's okay. Um, I, 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 I can't last. I this, this, the bottle of whiskey would be gone by that point. <laughs> Especially with Greg's Staple comments and his desire, his uh, misunderstanding of points changes versus Cardo Rodas. I just, I don't get it. Um, and they're on that not, note, thanks for joining us on Planning so Space not the same. They are 100% <laughs> the same. Say thank you. Yeah, a thanks. bad argument. So yeah, hold thank on, you. hold on. It is, I have to take Greg's side. The points are not printed on the card. It's completely fucking different. Points they were in 1.0 and it's... Yeah, it, but it, this it, isn't 1.0. Godzilla it, was a baby lizard at one point. He's not oh anymore. 1.0 sucks. It is Back. not the same game. It's a different game. Stop comparing everything to 1.0. I'm just saying not the baseline we're aiming for. I'm just saying points changes I'm not trying are. To go back to Nam. You don't have to. I hope you, you never were oh, in Nam. Go. You're not even <laughs> old enough to go to Nam. You don't know where I've traveled. That's yes, storm? I do. I know exactly how old your ass is. How old? Uh, you are 37. Wrong. What are you? How old are you then? 38. Okay, yeah. I thought you were 37, but that's fine. I thought you were, well, you're wrong. I thought you were you're wrong. You're humiliated. Yeah. You should feel bad. Yeah, when's your birthday? <laughs> March 16th. All right, see? So that when you and I had this conversation, you were 37. 
or 38. No, no, but, we, yes. we were, I was 38 today when we had this conversation. No, we had this conversation before, motherfucker. Um, I'll be 39 this year, so I don't even want to hear it. Um, yeah, am I older too. than everybody? Fuck, I'm, I'm older than everybody on this podcast. God damn yeah, it. Yeah, man, what's it like being 57? Fuck so, you, Greg. <laughs> JJ, quick question. Is, is, is the tournament extended or standard? It will be standard format, yes. Oh, you're killing me. Um, because Charles wanted to run his IG eighty eights against you, but no, I and his to run Star Vipers, but nope. Yeah, we never know, man. There could be a surprise announcement. Now, there, there, JJ, be, yeah. no, there's not going to be. <laughs> we all know that it's it's not going to happen. Don't get my hopes up, JJ. Don't you you could just like you that. run the tournament. You could just say Star Vipers are standard legal for this tournament. You could say that. I could. Buy Charles owns library. enough that he can bring them for everybody. For fuck's sake. Wrong. Wait, as, as, as giveaways? Wait, no, no. I'm not saying no. right Star Viper. Right. Shut your dirty mouth. <laughs> Buy a Star Viper, get a black Sharpie, paint over the fucking box. Be like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. This is like a black <laughs> yeah, 65% off of pin miniatures, you know? Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We will be back um, later this week with some games. We're streaming. We will not be streaming Kyber Cup this week because they do not have actual Kyber Cup lists um, for us to be streaming this week. Uh, so we will not be able to do that. We will be back on Sunday. We will have our spoiler cast for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, maybe including Charles. I don't know. He he seems to say no. He has no interest in it. So um, either which way, me and JJ will be back. And Greg will join us hopefully next week to go over the rest of the points. And maybe at that point, I could convince him that points and erratas are the same thing. Thank you very much. Have a good night. Uh, Join us on Patreon. Join us on YouTube. Join us through any sort of means you can. Have a good night and see you next week. Good night, guys.